Hey, Ed, guess who's back? The Pinheads of Horror? Woo! everybody to Pinheads of Horror version 2.0. I am sitting here with former Pinheads Horror, Larry. Hey, what's going on? It's glad to be back. Glad to have this this party <laughs> back together and I'm really looking forward to it right now. We got uh, we got like a brand new formula, right? Yeah. Why are you talking with your hands? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. It's just, I, 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 I'm, I'm showing emotion to you guys so you like work off that emotion of my hands moving. And plus, it kind of looks like I'm doing like the Ryu fireball sometimes when I do it. <laughs> You're like Ricky Bobby. But yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's, that's just how you do over things, here. right? <laughs> and yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited. We're brand new, brand new formula. We're gonna mix things up a lot here. We're not really gonna have a really a set amount of things going into it, but we're just gonna bring our own little topics going through. So this is a perfect perfect time to to reboot the the franchise. I guess I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, Larry and I actually, actually, you brought the idea up to me to relaunch this podcast because, uh, you know, the, we haven't really done too much. We've done a couple interviews here and there. And uh, when you brought it up to me, I was really excited about it. And then after I got done talking with you, I'm like, shit, can I really do this? And yeah, I mean, here we are doing it. And I'm excited for what we can do in the future and mm-hmm. starting anew and just getting back into this groove of talking about horror uh, right yeah you know. <clears throat> i'm gonna do about monthly too right yeah it'll I mean, give us a lot more time we'll have a lot more kind of uh, topics brewing in us before we you know hit record so i think this is you know uh, uh, this is gonna be great so, so I, I gotta ask this the pinhead of horror where does this come from is this a I mean, an obvious Hellraiser reference, or is this a Ramones reference? Uh, um, if I remember correctly, we were thinking of the name of what to call the the, the podcast when we first started, and I think we just kind of landed on this one, <laughs> if I remember correctly. No, no we didn't? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, you picked this? or Yes, I did. Okay. Um, he stuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just found a box one day, and yeah. No, cool. I mean, uh, (laughs) originally, um, you know, me and uh, basically some of the other people in the group were in a band called uh, Skullfogger, and at the time, our drummer had left the band, and I didn't really know what was going to happen, so I still wanted an outlet to do something, and. I'm like, you know, I really love talking about horror. I want to find people that are as enthusiastic as I am about it. And, you know, that's when I got in touch with you, Pindy, Luco, and, you know, the name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to get so much. I don't know. I might get shit for this or not. I was like, you know what a cool name is? Last podcast on the left. Right. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and, and I'm like, is that That's kind of catchy. Yeah. Well, the name was already it's taken. It's already taken. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to them because they have a really great podcast. But I'm like, all right, I need to think of something else. And I actually took inspiration from Pindy 
I'm like, Pindy, pin, Pinheads of Horror. Here we go. Oh, it, it just kind of, you know, I'm like, it's, it's a solid name. No one has it. <laughs> so, yeah, I just said that could be a working title. And then eventually we can progress to something new. And, you know, because we have, I don't know, the accelerated growth. <laughs> we, we never <laughs> thought of something. So, yeah, it's stuck. And um, we've gotten a couple of good reviews on iTunes. So, hey, sweet, all, man. All the reviews we've gotten on iTunes have been positive. And um, actually, when we stopped doing the podcast, you, you probably remember this, we had someone compliment us. Uh-huh. And, like, they went back to, like, the entire list of episodes and, like, oh, went okay. through them. Well, that's nice. So, yeah, I and mean, they messaged me about it and they said they liked it. And I'm like, well, that's cool. But I'm... <clears throat> You know, we're not really doing too much right now, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but here we go. I yeah. mean, this new uh, this new rotation of members, too, is going to be awesome. It's going to be me and you, Ed, mostly, for most of these new episodes, but then we're going to have a rotating cast of people come in. Like today. Who do we have today? Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Dr. Nick. Um, so, hi. Hi. James Azrael here. You you have you actually have quite an impressive and growing resume. Actually, as the years progressed and the years that I've known you, you've added so many uh, so many little additions. You're, Wait till next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go through them. You're, you are an author. Okay. You have how many volumes out of the AH, HSPPA? Three. Three volumes. Yeah, that just came out in uh, I guess technically May 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 third. May third. Yeah. Uh, you are a filmmaker and actor. Well, I mean, I, I don't know about actor. I, I'm <laughs> in movies. <laughs> um, I, like, I, I don't like to claim actor because I, 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 I work with well, them. Well, I see. Did you get paid as an actor? So I work with them. <laughs> I, have, I have. Then you're an actor. I then. know. I know. But it's like. <laughs> Uh, don't worry about a sad card. It's just the title. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but it, you know, it's it's because I'm a musician, so it's like just somebody claiming to be a musician, just because you do karaoke doesn't make you, <laughs> you know, a singer. Um, so I, what I say is, I, I play big guy with beard, you know, and I, I, I do that fairly well. So <laughs> that's that's usually what I am doing. Um, you are also the owner of the HSPPA. Uh, that's actually how yeah. I met you yeah. um, at a convention. You... Yeah, the, the Horror and Sci-Fi yeah. Prop Preservation Association, non-profit traveling museum of screen news movie props. Right, and um, I guess we could add this. Now, I, I don't know the status of what you are with uh, the bakery in Arizona. I am a co-owner. Okay. Yes, yeah, I am co-owner. Uh, there's four of us uh, that own it. Um, Chris Lowski, Lola Forbes, and Ernesto Avina, along with me. Um, all part of the HSPVA. Um, they're all fellow collectors and curators that I've worked with through the years. And Chris and Lola happen to be pastry chefs. <clears throat> so we just sat there and went, hey. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you, do, you do horror and sci-fi themed <laughs> delicious baked goods and we have all these awesome things let's oh. kind of make like a planet hollywood yeah that's what i was just gonna say yeah. a horror planet hollywood yeah. but with delicious and, baked goods and real stuff because yeah, they, yeah. They, you know, they that's, had that's a knack for awesome. fake, 
fake horror <laughs> stuff. <laughs> now but you're yeah. also yeah, yeah. Uh, your conventions. Yeah. Uh, oh, a and lot. that's called spooky swirls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's outside of Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, yeah, uh, I see. Like you always have these props up and everything. It's yeah. like a museum, like a mini museum. Or like a Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of like in these conventions. It's really cool. Uh, don't put me in a Ripley's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seeing some of these props, can you tell us like what is like maybe one that's most talked about or like the weirdest one you have or one you can't, <laughs> one you can't even put out there because people will be like, Ugh. Okay, so I, I can't answer each one of these questions. You might have to uh, keep me in check though. Okay. Um, that, I, that I come back. So... Um, I will start with what what everybody wants to know is what's your your favorite piece. Mm -hmm. I know you didn't ask that, but it's going to come up, I'm sure. <laughs> so that would be Robin Williams' complete costume from What Dreams May Come, oh. screen match to when he wakes up in the painting, to right before he falls into the water. Mm -hmm. um, so like the major part of that whole thing when he uh, meets his dog again and. His, discovering everything right right uh and that is on display right now out at spooky swirls oh sweet yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> um it's a piece i've never brought out anywhere because it's just really special to me okay uh, tom spina designs did the whole uh themed display um with the flowers and robin williams uh mannequin uh, Bill Forsh's actual life cast of robin oh wow smiling nice smiling and everything yeah it's just a beautiful piece um, there's, uh, so then the, the next question was, uh, uh, oddest? Yeah, maybe like one of your odder pieces that you have. <sighs> yeah, he's like, <clears throat> oh man, I mean, what do you consider odd? <laughs> okay, let's not, let's consider, uh, okay, we, uh, we Ed's can, got, we, we Ed's can got all an idea, what, what is that? We can all agree, though, first, that... <laughs> the human all, centipede, is that? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 um, so... I believe I first met you at, uh, I want to say it was a flashback. It okay. was either a flashback or Days of the Dead. Um, and I, I was just drawn to everything because it was just <clears throat> so cool that you brought all these props out for the general public to see. And, you know, <clears throat> you had a donation set up for... Uh, John Candy's barf oh, yeah, costume yeah. from Spaceballs. Save barf. I've seen that one, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, if people donated, they got to take pictures with props. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I remember I was looking through the cases, and so I'm like, I'm definitely going to have to take a picture with a prop. I saw the Ginger Dead Man. Uh, <laughs> and those movies are, Gigi. you know, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, you know, and we're not going to split hairs by saying they're not, you know. You know what you're getting into exactly. when you, you see this it. Right. You know, and if you don't, then it's you're, one of the, right, then you're mean, twelve it's years old. Ginger okay. dead man. Yeah. It's it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like if you go in with the expectation of you're just gonna laugh and be yeah. entertained, then you're you're okay. Yeah. Um, so there is this the statue of Ginger Dead Man, but then in a case right next to it from the third one is Ginger Dead Man's penis. Oh, <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's just a thing like that, and I'm like. It's, I'm like I am enticed. I kind of want to take a picture with yeah. it, but I don't yeah. know. Well, it's, it's, it's ginger. I call it his baguette. It's baguette. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a little easier to, to call it that, like on a plaque and family gather. Uh, ginger so, dick. Yeah, if, if you've not seen the movie, ginger in part three, Ginger Dead Man finds a glory hole in the bathroom of this roller rink and 
the seventies because it's a time traveling. It's movie. a period piece. Wow. <laughs> no, it's, it's a time traveling piece, yeah. I did not know that yeah, these movies went that deep. So. He goes back in time to kill a bunch of people at a roller rink and uh, and something about bringing Hitler back. I can't remember how that one panned out. But, oh, shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, and, okay, so... F- f- unique story along with the baguette. Um, so... Bill Butler uh, and Muffy Bolding wrote Ginger Dead Man 3, and Billy did wrote most of them, but he ended up voicing Gingy in Part 3 as well. So when I had been posting about it, you know, I'll tag some of the actors and stuff, and, and sometimes they'll interact or like to see it. Well, Bill saw it, and he tagged Muffy um, in the baguette scene. So in, in, this, <laughs> in the scene, Muffy plays the character that comes in there and she sees this baguette sticking out of this glory hole and she grabs it and rips it off and eats it and so my, my ended up like uh, following or fronting or whatever at, at that point is like my first quote unquote introduction to Muffy is over this glory hole scene <laughs> with the baguette you know so yeah uh, I was actually leaning towards the baguette so yeah <laughs> got the uh, the, the proper one but there's also the lust device from seven uh, that I, I again I don't bring that one out much because of, oh. <laughs> of uh, keep it family friendly here. well of other people yes <laughs> you know, um, uh, yeah the human centipede though yeah what part of this human centipede do you have the human centipede the whole like from part three I have oh okay yeah I have two of the the prisoners and two of the harnesses and with these photo ops so to raise money we do this photo op with a prop thing so for a small donation you get to take a picture with certain things so people are paying you to become the human centipede yes <laughs> all right well it's, hey man and, um, to each his own to to the point though we we a lot of times have just flat out stopped charging or requesting money for that one because uh, it's just so much fun and it draws yeah. so much attention. Absolutely, yeah. This past weekend, we uh, were at FanFest, New Jersey. Or the weekend, whatever. I can't keep my dates straight. <laughs> the end of June, we were at FanFest, New Jersey. And uh, we had the human centipede out. And... Uh, I, <laughs> okay, so she took the picture, so I, I feel like I'm okay to, to bring this up. Um... Lori Holden, from the the uh, the actor from Walking Dead, yes. and okay, Andrea, Andrea, correct, yeah, yeah that's so right. So she was there, and uh, she was <laughs> walking by, and uh, the guy that she was with saw the human centipede and started getting really excited, <laughs> and ran over to it, and got on his hands and knees before like I could even get over there. And, like, hey, you want to you want to do this? And he's like climbing into it already, like. Take the uh, so it turns out to be her uh, boyfriend, and she's like absolutely disgusted with this action, <laughs> and he's just laughing his, his ass off. And it was so like, it's moments like that really. Like, honey, I'll make fun. you the front. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> we had another uh, group that uh, uh, a girl got in, and uh, uh, one of the other members of their group stood in the front because they're on mannequins, you know, right. that are all. And he's holding a piece of pizza to the. <laughs> so we have a lot of fun with with the oh, human centipede. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. And uh, has there any, been any pieces where you're like, people have offered to give you and you just wouldn't accept? Has that ever been an issue? Uh, I, I wish that was an issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's... I, I mean, there's been pieces people have tried to sell me that I've turned down. <laughs> like, uh, what... Do you have any regrets from some of these turndowns, then? Uh, no. I mean, I, I have probably close to, like, 4,000 items. So you um, don't say no very often when it, when it well, comes to <laughs> props. Sir, this is communist <laughs> collecting. <laughs> I collect for the people. Right, right. Um, which, I mean, it, you can't walk in my house. Um, which, which, so I guess there's some regret starting, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, yeah, man, <laughs> stumbling me here on this one because it's not that I don't, I say no a lot, um, but I, I need to have different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's crazy how things pop up. At conventions that, uh, in, in particular, because they're always changing, that you you end up needing for a show like all of a sudden this actor is coming out, and oh, I just happen to have this thing that I've had for years that now all of a sudden I can use. Hmm. I bet that works out a lot too when um, famous people who are in the genre kind of either like die <laughs> or then like that. Kind of, I think, would be more uh, desirable to people, maybe not even just to, to own, but to have pictures with. Mm. Uh, I don't know that it's come up mm. in that sense, anyway. Okay. For me personally, it has, like with John Carl Beichler's recent passing. Right, right. Um, uh, one of my favorite FX artists, and I. I, I don't know him, but I got to know him a little bit through having so many of his pieces. Right. Um, so those have, have become even more special to me now. It's kind of his legacy. Um, I have I have two pieces. Uh, do you remember the movie Carnosaur? Yes, yeah. So I have, <laughs> I have the Carnosaur. <laughs> the whole Carnosaur? Yeah. <laughs> um, but... And I've had it for years, but it, it's so far gone. Um, it, it's literally like a skeleton with a whole bunch of wires. <laughs> right, yeah. So it needs a lot of work um, to, to just get it to stand up again and, and be presentable. And uh, I regret not having been able to do that to show him mm-hmm. you know, prior. Um, I also have... So that's bumping up on the list. To, <laughs> right. You know, um, it's the next fundraiser. Well, <laughs> and then I, I have these werewolves, and I can't think of the movie right now because it never got made. Um, and I'm always forgetting it's it's along the lines of like Skinwalkers or something, but it's not Skinwalkers because that's another movie that actually got made. Okay, but it was a, a werewolf movie. John was directing, but he made these werewolves. So I have a couple of these werewolf costumes, and they're they're pretty rad. Nice, um, nice. Now, do you think you can make your own movie with those costumes if you wanted to? Or is there, like, if they were shown on screen, it was like, hey, that's my creation kind of thing. Well, I mean, John is is gone. Right, yeah, so Um, you'll never see it, I guess. But but the movie was never made, so. Hmm. Uh, But 
I preserve things. Mm. <laughs> so using them in a movie mm. risks potential damage. You know. crop, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't you want to see like these creations put to screen though? I'd rather have them on display and show them. Showing the people on display uh, rather than yeah. in a, a film of some sort. Well, that's interesting. You know, I, I um, I can just imagine myself with stuff like that, and, and you know, wanting to play with the stuff all the time. You know, <laughs> and, I do. <laughs> yeah, see, I, it I, depends I, on what it is, though. I mean, you you know what? You so can yeah, handle. some stuff's gonna fall apart in your hands, yeah. and you know, everything's a little more newer and durable. Um, <laughs> I could just I could just imagine going over to your house and like you opening the door you're in like a Silent Hill nurse costume. Oh shit! <laughs> I just got more. Oh sweet! Uh, don't tell anyone. I'll have my wife be yeah. Pyramid Head. That'd be great. He, he, you <laughs> you have parts from Pyramid Head? I thought right? I have Pyramid Head. Oh yeah, because I, I remember <laughs> sweet. Um, one of the displays he had. He had yeah. the uh, the hammer from one of the Resident Evil movies. Or the part I, four X Men. Yeah, yeah, part three and. Three, oh, three. Yeah. It looks like a and just, just looks like a big roofing hammer, and you actually told me try to pick it up. <laughs> well, <laughs> if a roofing hammer was ten feet long, <laughs> yes, a roofing hammer was ten feet long and weighed one hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, that, that that son of a bitch is heavy. Like I probably got it maybe a half inch off the ground. <laughs> now, um, uh, I'm always interested in just like weird stories that'll happen at different places. You know, my one friend works. Well, you used to work at GameStop, so I loved used to hear stories from him. Now, do you guys have any good stories just about customers or, or just uh, something weird happening to you at the store, at the at the exhibit? I mean, um, I wish I had stories for the store because uh, we just opened, but I'm not there. Oh, okay. And I, I hate not being there. <laughs> um, so with 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 the the HSPPA exhibits. It's um, I I it wouldn't be as much weird stuff. It's it's more of the um, uh, like those magical moments. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. I mean, the weird stuff would be like the human centipede moment, <laughs> you know? but we kind of push some of that so and kind of <laughs> guide it to happen. Um, so we did like for instance we did a mad mad monster phoenix last year and this girl uh she heard or saw online that we were gonna have uh steve martin's leather jacket from little shop horrors on this <laughs> and she i think she was like 16 15 or 16 and she had gotten her mom to take her to the convention just to see oh, wow. the jacket so when I heard that, I took the jacket off and I put it on her. Oh, the tears start, you know. That's it's awesome. It's like, you know, there's a picture, I think, in, in the new book. <laughs> just, just like, you know, I know we're on radio and I'm making the face. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's those, those moments that also just make it all worth it.
Alright everybody, so we're going to bring back one of our old and one of my favorite segments. This is actually how we would start every show. Um, it's what we've watched. So, obviously I can't get into everything I've watched over the past, what, two years I think? No, we've done some in between. Um, oh, oh, shit. I'll talk, about, I'll talk about some of my favorites though that I've watched. Um, ultimately, uh, Summer of 84 was one of my favorites. I know it was one of your favorites that was, too. Yeah, that was actually my favorite movie of last year was Summer of 84. Yeah, when we actually last saw each other, it was at uh, Pindy's Christmas Party and we talked about how much we loved that movie. Yeah. Um, I actually got to see that movie about four months before it came out at the Cinepocalypse Movie Fest and, uh, oh, man, I was blown away. And it sucks so bad because when I left the theater, I knew that there was no one I can talk to this movie about. Or anyone. Yeah. I couldn't ruin it. And I had to tell people, like, don't watch the trailers and don't, you know, read up, up about it too much. But it it was great. I loved it. I have never... That was, the thing that I love about that movie is everything I've said that I love about horror um, is in that movie. Like... I want to feel uncomfortable. I want to feel unnerved. I want the hairs on my arms to stand up. And the last ten minutes of that movie did it. Mm-hmm. You know, the monologue at the end is again. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah, because it's it's powerful. It's man. intense. It is it is a very powerful scene. And it is. But yeah, without you know wasting too much of what happened in the movie. You know, <laughs> um, uh, another one I saw of describing what you can't describe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you just gotta see it, guys. Spoiler I swear. alert. <laughs> well, you know what? I can't. I I can't recommend it enough. It's it's definitely a movie you have to check out. Um, <clears throat> if anyone has Shutter, it's free on Shutter. Yes, it's exclusive on Shutter. I think right now. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's worth paying. You know, the four ninety nine a month on Amazon or. Right, four ninety nine on iTunes to watch. Oh, Ed just gets a kickback every time. <laughs> I wish. Oh, I wish. Oh, if that was the case, <laughs> shit, I wouldn't be wearing cargo shorts and no socks and shoes right now. Shit. <laughs> hey, I am wearing those, but no pants. So I'm that one um, have you guys? I'm going to ask first. Have you heard of the movie Book of Monsters? Book Monsters? Book of Monsters. Book, we, you know, we, we just actually, watched the trailer yeah, we for it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Fill us in, please. I'm well, dying to know. We're, well, it's, it's, it's good. I can't tell you anything more. But it's okay. Stealing my thunder It was very unique because it was, it was crowdfunded. And the way they crowdfunded, uh, the, the backers got to vote on the monster and Ooh. deaths and things like that. And Interesting. then they, they tallied him up, and then they, they shot the movie and, and stuff. Um, it, it's it's well executed. It's uh it, it's it's <laughs> what's odd is it's it's considered a foreign film because it's From it's British. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the it, it's it's uh, it's just it's well acted. The practical effects are, are are fun and they're they're good, and it's got that silly practical effect that's not like goofy mm-hmm. but it, it's fun you know what I'm talking about like like that 80s it, yeah, that, like, yeah happy medium between yeah, yeah. both of those um, where the monster is like you know it, it's, a, it's a rubber suit type of thing but right. it, it, screw it it's an awesome rubber suit type of thing right but uh, it, it's kind of like a Van Helsing <laughs> and the movie's not taking itself like, seriously and neither should no, but it no but it is 
If that makes any sense. I, I so you, um, kinda it does. So it, the, it, it's it's playing around with the idea, but it's doing it in a in a in a way that's done well. Yes. That's yeah. Uh, so yeah, I yeah. you know I love it when films do that because when they don't, they just turn out stupid. Yeah. And you have to make the movie well also, or else it's just gonna be garbage that mm-hmm. no one wants to watch. Just put it next to Stan Helsing, you know. Right. Who wants to watch that crap? Uh, so so the plot is kind of kind of. You said Stan, so I want to make sure. This is Van Helsing. It's kind of got no. a Van Helsing monster hunter plot undertow to it, which is uh, which is neat. Okay, you know, is uh, it, which is the Book of Monsters. Uh, is it kind of like that Jack Brooks Monster Slayer movie? I don't know if you ever saw that. Uh, it's with Robert I saw Englund. that. It's with Robert Englund, and it's not. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> the monsters reminded me of. Uh, just the look of them reminded me of that book. Uh, was it where the wild things are? It looked like oh, those wow. monsters. They just yeah. like the look of them, like how the eyes were big and like kind of three D. You know, I don't remember that movie all that much. I remember I watched it actually when it came out, but I don't remember. I don't remember shit from that film. Well, from from what James is describing, it sounds very similar. Where it's a serious movie, but there's that humor in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, where you kind of like, yeah, cheer on those. I got you. you know, okay, I, under, those I head understand. Those smashes and like, you know, body bounce off the wall it's, or something. Yeah, you know? it's, it's movies that are, are made for people like us that yes. like that kind of stuff and who yes. can understand that kind yeah. of stuff. So I highly recommend Book of Monsters. Okay. Do you see that? <clears throat> um, and uh, Nicholas Vince is in it, who uh, the Chatterer from Hellraiser. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a very departed role. He's this very nice. Uh, elderly father. <laughs> so, I, I think that's who we yeah. saw in the opening credits. Yes, with the, with the yeah. goatee. And the, now, does somebody call yeah. a monster a bloody wanker? Because it's not a British movie. If that doesn't <laughs> <laughs> or or they call or or they call him the c word because they yeah. that's that's you know well, like throwing out the f word here. Right. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm like, trying to clean it up with my edge. I usually would have just said. You it's know. just like breathing air over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I'm going to derail this for a second, but I researched that word as a long little bit. As it's not us. <laughs> I researched that word a little bit, and it, I mean, it's it's got history all the back into Shakespeare, um, and it, it actually comes, if you will, from uh, uh, a street area uh, where you know everything was named like people named Smith and stuff or, okay. or Smiths, you know. So this was a street. Uh, of prostitutes, and it was called Grubcunt Lane. Uh, so it kind of derives from there. So yeah, interesting. Fun facts. You're learning stuff. I know. Learn stuff. Mm. <laughs> well, I know. I know. We're trying to get on a, a network, so I'm being very careful. Yeah, is it? Uh, is bring, it? A, is bring it, it back? <laughs> accessible on Google Maps at all that we can ch- check out? Uh, I don't know, but I imagine. I mean, sweet. Check Everything that out later. is still kind of out there. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you still got castles, right? So <laughs> imagine, imagine walking down the street. Hello, sailor. <laughs> <laughs> you fancy a wank? Blow your mind for pence. <laughs> See, yeah, I get it. So okay. this is how you guys derail things. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, <laughs> all right. Um, uh, uh, let me see what I saw lately. Uh, I got to see a lot of cool stuff lately, but I, st- I still had more things. <laughs> but we all get back around okay. to you, sucker. <laughs> Shit, it's all about what you for, bro? Uh, you call me grub cunt? <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your street, fucker. Uh, <laughs> went, uh, 
I, I got to, uh, went to a film festival, so I got to see a lot of cool shit. And a lot of stuff, um, a lot of weird stuff, too. And um, I'm sure you guys know who this guy is. Um, Glenn Danzig, if you are if you know, if you've heard of him oh, before. Man, I'm trying to think of him. Is he, uh, He's, is he related to my mother? Uh... Maybe I possibly. I saw his new movie. Uh, It's called Veronica, and only a select few were able to see this movie. Uh, It's been only been shown twice, and it's going to be released in uh, on Halloween of this year. Uh, It's called Veronica, and it's based off his comic books that he has an ongoing series with. Um, I haven't read any of them. Of course he does. And um, so this movie, it comes from his comic line. Uh, It's like an anthology movie. And it was... People are calling it the room of of horror movies. (laughs) What would you call it? (laughs) Um, There's a lot of words I would call it. Do you want to go on record with this? (laughs) Oh, I already have. I I did this on my my show already. Okay, um, (laughs) because Glenn Glenn has a, a... he was there too. Like to punch people out, yeah, uh, <laughs> or attempt. Well, well, yeah, Shorty can't doesn't have reach. Well, and plus, he had a police escort with him too well, when, I, when I went and saw the film. Of course. Um, yeah, this movie was horrible. It, uh, <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. It, it, it lacked every you know uh, you know <laughs> concept of a movie. Really, a story. Was absent in these segments. Uh, the effects. Uh, and will you collect props? Maybe you can try and collect some of these props from uh, Veronica. Oh, there, but I haven't told you about the the woman who has eyeballs in her in her for nipples. So if that prop is ever available, okay, that one sounds interesting. Okay, see there we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a woman who has eyeballs for nipples in this movie. It's it's wow! It's a real mess. New ideas to I see boobies. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. And they're looking right back at you. Is <laughs> um, it was awkward watching this film, especially knowing that Danzig is there too, like hanging upside down in the rafters somewhere, watching people watch this movie. <laughs> Laugh, <laughs> and <laughs> that's what we were doing, and we were not supposed to be laughing at these Look parts. At all it was. It, it was I was embarrassed for him I, I was slunked out of my chair with my hand on my face I'm like wow I feel bad for dancing what the hell is wrong with me and it oh man it's a mess of a movie that everyone needs to see now do you think when he was looking up to you from the rafters like that man down there looks so intrigued he's like uh, his bald spots glaring <laughs> me right in the face he's like a beacon <laughs> oh, he's gonna write, he's gonna talk shit about me and no, he, about the swing he, on him I, I have that was an experience fire I have my dog with me. He's going to bark. But um, anyway, I'm pretty sure... Don't listen to him. It's just him. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Danzig... My envision of Danzig is everybody's interested. Look at that that man down there with the glasses. (laughs) (laughs) He has his hand over his mouth in intriguement. Is intriguement a word? It was. (laughs) now. And I was. (laughs) Trademark. I give it two intriguements up. And I swear, one scene, I'm sure that he handed the camera off to a, a dad from the 80s with his first camcorder. Because there's just like a shot of him like zooming in and out of a woman like caressing herself for about like two minutes without a cut. And then he forgot to say cut like throughout this movie. It's just like long takes of. 
So yeah, this is a definite see. Uh, once it comes out, and you can't watch it alone. You have to watch it with a group of people. Cause, or else you're just going to be bored as hell throughout it. And you're going to have no one to turn to and be like... And laugh, you know. Did he try to make it like art house style? Well, that's that's what Danzig does. Yeah, yeah okay. uh, well, it's only art house because he didn't have any money. That's why. I, and he was, and he introduced the film too, and he was like, um, you know, uh, it all depended on budget and fuck these superhero movies and comic movies. And here I'm thinking, like, yo, bitch, ain't this like? Didn't this movie come from one of your comics? Like, you hey, know, bashing hey, comics? Hey, no. No. <laughs> I wasn't bashing no, comics. Bad. But no, I'm, you know, you don't, you don't turn bash. logic into right. dancing. No, you, <laughs> you know, it works. He is not self-aware. No. <laughs> he I is not. I'd pop you on the nose. <laughs> I could get one. <laughs> so, yeah, he was, it, it was. He is very self-aware of dancing. He's aware of himself. That's I mean, about it. But, yeah, it was, it was a so, fun watch. So, I just made a movie that only I want to see, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Except you're going to make others watch. You know, I, I do agree with him, though. Um. I I enjoy like all the Marvel and DC movies, but I don't get as um, psychotically obsessed as like some people do. Oh jeez, I, I don't I, I, I don't compare the two as like one's better than the other. There, hmm. if I go to a movie, I want to be entertained, and if you entertain me, I enjoy your movie. It's as simple as that. And when I go see a DC movie, I'm entertained. When I go see a Marvel movie, I'm entertained. So good job. Um, but yeah, sorry. No, that's okay. I like superhero movies, too. I mean, I'm not all batshit crazy about well, them. Well, you know, yeah. Matt and I went to see Suicide Squad when it came out, and this is after everybody ripped it and said it's a shit movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there with Matt, and I'm like, dude, what are people talking about? This is a... It's a fun movie. Yeah. Like, you go to movies to be entertained. You don't... Oddly, I say that a lot in regards to horror movies. Um, with, uh, for instance, like uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah. Got bashed a lot because of... Uh, I don't know, was it timeline or, or some silly stuff like that? And my, my response always with these things is if you're going to, first off, if you're going to go see Texas Chainsaw 3D, you're, you're not getting an Oscar nominated no. movie. So stop comparing it to something that would win an Oscar. Like, did Leatherface show up? Yes. Did he have a chance? Yes. Did he kill teens? Yes. You have a perfect Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Yeah, it, it's okay. I, I mean, I enjoy that one. Uh, it's not top of my list, but I, I know. Exactly. Yeah, I know what I, I got. I, I have a, uh, a little Counter Strike for you there. Um, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. I love it. Oh, I love that one too. That's my favorite. But can you use those same credentials? Sure. <clears throat> Was there a Jason type figure? Oh, yeah. that's that's a workaround. You just threw a slider. But everybody <laughs> thought it was Jason. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. And he is the imposter Jason, so I mean, it's still Jason. Okay. <laughs> I, I, it's a good movie, but... <laughs> I, I just, you know... <laughs> I'm going for humor. Yeah. Well, my, my basic, even with this Danzig thing, it, it's fun to rip on him, because Danzig is it's fun, Danzig, fun to yes. rip on. And I have not seen it, but mm-hmm. I have this, this feeling, having, especially having made movies, anyone that makes the movie puts it out you gotta have some sort of respect for all that went into it because it's Absolutely. not just not just Danzig was involved in that movie right there were so many other people that put 
everything they had into it. Yeah. Whether it was, in the end, a great product or not, but they did something and they put it out in the world. They, that, you, that's something you know what they they hit gold. Yeah. To me, they hit gold because the best I could think of a Danzig movie being is mediocre. <laughs> and and seriously, who remembers mediocre movies? Very little. Who yeah. remembers awesome movies? Yeah. Everyone does. Who remembers really horrible movies? Everyone does. Tommy was so. Well, see, that's <laughs> exactly yeah. so. That, though, that's a and, matter. Of, would. That's a matter of perspective, though, because you know I could think a movie is fantastic, mm-hmm. and you could think it sucked. And you know, while we both agree that it's a memorable movie, our idea of where that movie ranks with us is going to be very different. In the end, though, it's memorable, and that's what the argument was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> exactly like there's some movies. Let me set the record straight. I started drinking a little while ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's and that's exactly. Um, yeah, he put out a movie, and, and there's a lot of people who did work on that movie. Yes, um, I don't know uh, that <laughs> everyone else on this shoot knew that Danzig knew what he was doing, <laughs> and. Let's just say that there, there's certainly cuts in this movie where um, things are visible that aren't shouldn't be visible. Yeah. Um, and then your camera work too is, and your your editing just doesn't add up. But I, I I agree with you. He 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 put out a movie I didn't. Yeah. And total props to him for that. You know he 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 did it and he did his movie the way he wanted to do it, and that's even better. He had no interference, because that's what he kept saying. No interference in this. This is the way I want to do it. And I did it. And he did it. Good for him. No yeah. interference, but possibly an intervention should have been had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <coughs> someone should have said, hey, we need to talk. Yeah. Well, well, I, I we're we're going to bring in an editor for this. All this has to go. <laughs> well, I, well let's, I'll just share this little tidbit before we move on about this movie. When I saw it, uh, right before the movie was going to start, I was having like a cigarette outside the theater... And I heard some people talking, and someone said those guys were the producers of the movie Veronica. It was two guys. Uh, two of the produ- producers were there. And um, there's this guy out there interviewing people, and he went up. He's like, hey, he's from the Danzig movie. And one of the guys is like, oh, those are the producers right there. So he starts to interview some of the producers. He, like, puts a mic in their face. He's like, so, yeah, man, what's this Danzig movie all about? And I look at the producer, and he just takes a big, deep breath, and says, oh man, it's just a bunch of crazy fucking shit, man. <laughs> and that's where I was like, first of all, you didn't answer the question. Two, I know this is going to be special tonight. And boy, was I not fucking so surprised. <laughs> Dude, it was... It oh, was that should oh, be the tagline. Though. That should yeah. be the tagline of the fucking movie. So, yeah. <laughs> Ed, you got anything oh, else? Good. Anything else you saw lately? Um, yeah, I'm gonna make it very quick. Um, I saw Us last weekend. Finally, finally, I, me yeah. too. That was I loved it. I re- yeah, I really that was really good. Yeah. Um, I really love Jordan Peele's uh, writing style. Mm-hmm. Um, Get Out was really good. Um, I, I I was actually a lot of scenes in Us were very frightening visually. Um, you know, like they're just walking and you just see dead bodies everywhere and mm-hmm. it's one of those things about horror that I I always find fascinating a lot of people love to see 
you know, the kill. They love to see how it happened, what goes into it, and the aftermath. I think it's more frightening sometimes when you don't see. Cause it's oh, left absolutely. Up, it's, left mm-hmm. up, it's left up to your imagination because you just see... There are scenes where you just see, you know, three dead people sitting in a car, and it's like, Jesus Christ, how the fuck did that happen? And there are just people strewn all about. And, yeah, and <clears throat> the music in that movie, too, was was great. Um, I actually, I listened to the soundtrack and the orchestral version of I Got Five on it. Right, yeah. It was really cool. It's it's really eerie because it sticks with you. Yeah, and, it does. You're, you're absolutely right about that. And, you know, the trailer is, it's one of those frightening things where you look out, you know, they looked out their window and they see the family staring back at them. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, you always put yourself in that situation and uh, oh, that's what any good horror fan does and, when you start uh, watching a movie. Is put yourself in that position. And, oh. well, well, what's funny is I was thinking, like, man, what if the version of like Steph and me came back to take? <laughs> like, how would that even work? Like, we would just get winded chasing each other. <laughs> stop to stop to take a cigarette break. In <laughs> you light the other dude's cigarette for him. <laughs> <laughs> The guy takes his scissors and cuts a thread off of my shorts. Yeah. <laughs> he smokes Marlboro Darks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he smokes camels without filters. Ooh, oh, he's fucked up. You like to live dangerous. <laughs> um, but no, and it took me two watchings. Two watchings? Yeah. I did it I did it in one because, you know, there there have been so many people that are saying you have to watch it twice because you'll, you'll see everything that, you know, it'll make more sense in the end. And I was like, no, I think I got it. Yeah, I got it. I got <laughs> yeah, it first time I, around, yeah. Um, gotcha. <laughs> it, it definitely took me for a loop when what happened happened. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I did go back and rewatch it just because I, I needed to. What, what did you, did you notice anything that you missed the first time when you saw it? Well, I mean, you obviously just, like, with Sixth Sense, when you watch it again, it's like, like oh, oh man, oh, yeah. yeah, oh oh yeah. So yeah, and I, it's a fairly fresh movie, so I don't want to point things out. Yeah, <laughs> which which makes it difficult to talk about. Right, yeah, certain movie. movies like this. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I highly recommend. I love. I think something that that makes Jordan so effective in what he does is a he appreciates the genre, and uh, and loves it but he's such a good comedian and comics good comics mm-hmm. have such incredible timing and horror is all about timing so yeah it was it's yeah. funny uh, to watch the the show key and peel and everything because yeah. key was more of like the the physical comedy part of that team and P.L. was you can see he was yeah he was more of like the mastermind and the writer kind of of the group and that's what it kind of seemed to me uh, especially seeing them on Mad TV back in the day too where you know uh, or Key was more he was very physical slapsticky kind of humor more of whereas you know P.L. was more of an impressionist or or like that not as physical comedy as much physical comedy as uh, Key does Yep, I agree. Yeah, and <clears throat> I don't really have any criticisms about the movie either. No, um, I thought, uh, without spoiling, I thought the ending scene was very uh, frightening. A lot of those scenes with the the concept of you know oh, the dancing, oh that it, it, that, that it had final, reminiscence of, of 
the nurses from Silent Yeah, Hall. that final, yeah. that that one final showdown was. I was watching it. I'm like, this is pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> like, when, when I am, not to sound like a you know, like a cliche douchebag here, but when I'm like sitting at the edge of my seat watching there something, goes the whole show. <laughs> I thought we derailed it earlier. No. <laughs> We could be the Titanic when we want to be. <laughs> Just tragedy on top of tragedy on top of tragedy. Um, no, when when you see um, that dancing sequence we were talking about and just how it's keyed up with the music and just the choreography behind it, it's... Oh, man, it was effective. And like you said, too, with the humor, I mean it was appropriate like there are times in horror where they feel like they have to make a joke because too much has already happened and you've already think you might have already lost the audience because they've seen too much gruesome and not enough humor uh, but yeah um anyway to wrap it up us was a phenomenal movie and i don't think they opened it up to a sequel good no sequel needed yeah there's nothing needed for like you told your story effectively yeah it's, so i have one other movie okay what's up it's 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 an independent horror film that you might have heard called "It's Just a Game." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was well, I was gonna, that was on my list too. Was it? Yes, I have a shameless. So, <laughs> no. Go for it. Well, you know what? I actually I told Larry, uh, mm. you know, you and I and Daniel, who directed and he wrote the movie too and starred in it as. Uh, oh, he he was uh, he was basically the head behind the whole movie. Well, yeah, yeah, but he definitely he, he doesn't. Put himself in the star roles. He's a supporting role. Well, you know what? Uh, when yeah. when I heard when he described the character to me, um, this sounds really bad. The only thing I could picture in my head, I'm like, he better not sound like hedonism bot from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if that's the case, I yeah. I went in and like expecting that from him, like yeah. that type yeah. of you know uh, approach. But then I was very pleasantly surprised. I'm like, wow, he's playing this really like straight and sinister and. That's what kind of drew me in, is yeah. he, almost like, uh, I don't know if this is the right example, but almost like a Robert De Niro and Cape Fear, where okay. you know there's something sinister, but, yeah. you know, they hide behind that. Or no, I'm sorry, almost like Edward Norton in Primal Fear. You know, you, oh, you believe, okay. you believe okay. it, okay. but then, you know, he unleashes that sinister side, and yeah. um, it's just the game was actually crowdfunded. Um, you have, Well, the, the Blu-rays were crowdfunded, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, you actually had the Skull Girl, who is one of the main antagonists in the movie, on display with yep. you always. Um, yeah. Paranormal assassin Skull Girl. I, um, I hope my wife isn't here. I developed such a crush on Skull Girl for some well, reason. We all have. Yes. Uh, everybody has. <laughs> it's 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 one of the there's most just, phenomenal there's just, characters. I'm so proud that she's ours. You know? Yeah. <laughs> there's such mystique yeah. behind the character too. Um, so that was actually I couldn't make it to the premiere unfortunately because I had mm -hmm. something go down that day, but. Um, I got to see it, and I was very happy for you and Daniel because, yeah. like you said, you know, when someone makes a, a movie, mm -hmm. you know, they pour so much into it. It's their it's their life for however long the shoot is. Like everything else is pushed to the wayside, yeah. and it's just this movie. And you know, Daniel is such a sincere, um, sincere guy when he talks about it. Like he's obviously not trying to, you know. He's obviously not trying. Like he knows, I'm not making one of these huge budget movies, but I'm, yeah, going, I'm going know, to give you everything I can with what I have. Right, and 
I, I've been involved with a few other films and stuff, but I am honestly so proud of It's Just a Game um, that I, I'm not, I don't feel bad at all, shamelessly. <laughs> like, like, talking about you it. You shouldn't. Because no, not at all. I am truly proud of the thing. Um, and I've, <laughs> I have had to watch it so many times, and I'm not tired of it, which is <laughs> so awesome. weird, you know. Um whether, because, like, for instance, uh, with the Blu-ray, I had to, uh, <laughs> I had to uh, 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 proof it. So I had to watch the movie regular. I had to watch it in the Dolby. I had to watch it with the, uh, commentary. the, the commentary track. And, you know, all in one day. I watched it three times in, in one day, and this is all I did. And I sat there at the end going, I'm, like... Not once did I get bored, and and that's after living with it for two years. <laughs> so, yeah, it's mine. But I don't know how you I'm do it, man. It. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I can't listen to my own voice. Yeah. Let alone if I were to make my own film, watch it all those times, because I, I seriously, if I were to do that, I would just be like, oh, I gotta fix that. I gotta fix that. That's wrong. That's wrong. Well, that's wrong. you know, the, the, I don't yeah, sound like that. That, that, that would be that would be me. Oh my god! Wait a second. No. The, the thing you have to get over is you can't fix it. Like mm-hmm. he, he brought up Titanic before, iceberg theory. You only can kind of control what you can see, mm-hmm. and uh, everything below the surface is there. So we had issues with with IJAG. I mean, I'm not going to tell you about them, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were out of our hands at mm-hmm. the point of editing and and everything and. They just had to be how they are, mm-hmm. and you can't sit there and, and obsess over it. the The fact, though, that we got such we we when we made the movie, we made a you know um, we made sure that we we had good audio that we you know took all these steps. Okay. So before we even got to the post production, we had the best possible material that we could. Right. And then when you bring in people like Matthew Fessel with the, the Foley to add all those little sounds in there. Right. And, and then Daniel Pico who edited it and just made magic. You know, it, it's... I'm proud of the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. It was a good film. Um, and uh, it, it's it's now Branch, so I'm, I'm segueing here because we just announced Repulse. Yes. I was going to get to that next too. Uh, so Daniel Emery Taylor and I are uh, making a new movie. All right. Uh, we just started announcing casting. Um, the first of the casting was Tamir Glenn from uh, Halloween Five. Oh, sweet! One of your favorite. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite favorite franchises. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I love uh, it. <laughs> um, Hannah Cohen Lar from uh, who is Brianna, and it's just the name is back. Uh, um, I there's a lot of people <laughs> obviously in this casting, but. Uh, so Repulse is a very different venture than it's just a game. It's not horror. This is more of a dramatic uh, noir film, um, and it centers around uh, human, tra- uh, human trafficking. <clears throat> um, and uh, this girl's trying to find <coughs> her sister is the basic premise. So I am really excited about the challenge. Sweet, yeah. <laughs> because horror is <laughs> easy to market. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so that's that's the new one that we're 
Sweet, right, man. You're going out there taking chances, man. Yeah. That's more than I can say for myself, going out there and taking chances. Well, you are. You're doing a podcast. Oh, yeah. I am. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're taking a big chance. You're doing a podcast with me. So, it's oh, really yeah. bad ADD. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's what the shock bucket's for. <laughs> um, yeah, Daniel actually did yeah. a uh, Facebook Live session last weekend. Um, I caught, I came in late, um, but I got to ask him a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. I asked him. Like what kind of research he did, and yeah. um, if he's going to crowdfund again. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, we, there are plans for some crowdfunding. Um, we're still discussing the details and what we want to do. And it's <laughs> like it's just a game. You're going back to Alabama to shoot this one. Yeah, it will be shot in Alabama. <coughs> Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. So I had never been to Alabama before. It's just a game, um, and. <laughs> Yes, my expectations were very much built on <laughs> what you've seen in uh, TV. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> There's like barefoot people with right. only one strap on the overall, you know, walking down the street. Hey, you know yeah. what? You have to yeah. give Alabama credit because it is like basically, you know, Rocket City. So, <laughs> <laughs> it uh, what the first thing I was surprised about was how much it was like here. Uh, just everything looked the same. Um, but then, like, I, I spent the entire uh, time out there in a hotel for, like, the, and it was a really nice one, too. I want to <laughs> force that fact because I'm going to follow it with for the cost of about one and a half nights of a hotel here. Oh, I bet. <laughs> here in the, the Chicago, Cook County yeah. area. Well, you're in Will County now, boy. Um, yeah. yeah. Scram it on, oh, boy. Hotels are expensive around yeah. in Will yeah. County. Okay. Now <laughs> well, I know. Shit. Just <laughs> Illinois in general, man. Yeah. yeah. Yes. State. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're excited. You know, Alabama's really nice. Uh, one of the neat things about Alabama, and I don't know how much it's going to... Uh, take part in this film but in other things that we do you have almost every um, environment within a, a driving distance of like Birmingham you've, you've got ocean and beach you've got mountains you've got uh, rural you've got Earl urban sorry <laughs> rural and urban we got Earl in this movie too bring <laughs> and, him down here and we got Earl <laughs> get his tractor so, too yeah you can pretty much do everything in this little state, and, and you're probably not taxed to death either, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there is there uh, what some people he call we pay taxes? <laughs> <laughs> now, is there what some would call guerrilla filmmaking? With, uh... uh, I mean, not like you'd have here. Uh, there aren't quite the regulations because they're. You know, like Chicago, if you're going to film something, you need like 20 permits. Yeah. Just to walk down the street. And in LA, you need, you literally need a filming permit to film in somebody's personal house. Wow. Um, so, <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, guerrilla filmmaking, I mean, that's kind of where it comes from, is not getting those. <laughs> You know, skating around stuff. Um, you know, it, it's we 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 get the proper permissions with the people at the places. You know, like like where we shot the um, 
uh, for it's just a game for the uh, the cult uh, theater because um, there were a theatrical cult so we literally <laughs> had in a theater that was uh, uh, so we, we you know had location permit uh, not permits but location <clears throat> waivers and, and yeah, you contracts. basically went through like the proper channels to do everything right yeah they just don't really have a film division for the state like you know, Chicago does. Right, because, you know, we, we've sat through um, <clears throat> those independent filmmaking um, panels at horror conventions, and you'll hear stories of guys like, you'll be amazed what you could do with a set of 10 orange cones in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if, if we needed to do that, yeah, that's that's a whole different thing. That's something I would be willing to yeah. do with some orange cones. Especially, <laughs> especially what we know about Alabama. You're <laughs> <laughs> um, like a pig, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> you got pretty ears. <laughs> oh boy! I got is, your is Michael that? Myers for you, buddy. <laughs> hey, hey, hey well, I'll show you the shape right now. His mouth don't open, but yours will. <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> you're gonna be breathing heavy like that after this boy. You're gonna be you're gonna be walking funny too. <laughs> so yes, um, if, this if, made me hate Michael Myers even more. <laughs> if we're, if we're gonna have to shut down traffic. I mean, you gotta get. Government permits. Yeah. And, and well, you probably also have to get police involvement too. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, you know, and, and we've uh, done shoots uh, when there's uh, guns on set. You need to have a, an officer on, on set, and uh, and, uh, and whatnot. And, and mostly because if you're shooting off blanks, people are gonna call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so you need somebody around just to uh, keep things. Keep the peace, gotcha. Yeah, well, and it's nice to know that he, you know, Daniel Deep does things the proper way. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it, it just speaks to his professionalism. And, you know, I, I told Larry this story, but you could back me up because you were there when we tried to do the interview. Um, when he told the story of... Uh, I wasn't there. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you were. I saw you. It was video. <laughs> you were on one side of the street. Yeah. He was on the other. Um but Somebody anyway. forgot to record it, though. <laughs> I didn't forget. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah, tell me later. <laughs> I don't want to expose my stupidity yeah. even yeah. more than I already have. All right, um, Scorsese. <laughs> tell me later. Fuck you. <laughs> um, he told the story of how he was on the set of uh, Swamp Thing, and Swamp Thing and the director had a disagreement about how a certain slug creature should be dispatched and he's telling the story and I wanted to be very respectful so I didn't ask this but I wanted to say was he having this argument with Swamp Thing costume <laughs> because I just got that picture in my head of some guy covered in foliage arguing with uh, you know, I, Larry Wynorski I, I, I uh Jim. 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 I will have Fuck to. you, Larry. No, it's Wes Craven. Oh, you're talking about part two. Yeah. yeah. Return oh. of Swamp Thing. Uh, <laughs> that was Daniel was the little redhead kid. Yeah, I had the, yeah. Um, <laughs> the porn magazines. Well. <laughs> I, I, sh- I will ask Daniel that. I'll try to remember to ask Daniel, but just knowing what Dick had to go through to get into that costume, my guess is, yeah, he was... <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, like, Larry, I can't do this. He's got like a cigarette in his hand. Like, come on, man. Killing this eel slug thing? I, it's just not right. Or he's just drinking coke out of a straw. <laughs> Dick very much embraced what Swamp Thing was like, uh, stood for, if you will, very tally. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I, I, I had that image in my head, and I was just laughing hysterically. <laughs> um, uh, so I'll wrap it up with um, another one of my favorite movies that I was actually very excited for, um, and he was also a guest on our show, Terrifier. Um, yes. awesome throwback movie, gory, violent. It has everything you could ever want, and um, you know, and clowns. Yeah, and clowns. I mean, and, you know, just like anyone who takes time to come on this show and talk to us and, um, you know, just expose how much of a fan of horror they are, it makes it so much more fun doing those interviews. And um, I just come out and expose myself. <laughs> yeah, he knocked over three cups in a picture frame. Oh, the horror! <laughs> <laughs> you just bought a picture frame too, by the way. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, Damien came on the show, and I am so happy that as soon as it went on Netflix, it just took it blew off. up. Yeah, there's an appreciation society for art. Um, you know, David Howard Thornton, who Pindy and I tried to do a show with, but we had a lot of technical issues with uh, the audio cutting in and out because it was on Skype. Um, he was on the show. He he's an amazing individual. Um, very funny, very polite, um, just all around sweet guy. Uh, he he was making me laugh my balls off the entire time because he was uh, doing a Mr. Bean impression. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I love Bean. Congratulations to those two because they started a fundraising campaign for Terrifier Two, and isn't it and three also? I think this one's just for two. Um, but they, Damien said that he wanted to make a trilogy yeah. out of the whole thing, and. Um, Congratulations to them! Yeah. They set a goal for fifty grand, and they got like over a hundred k in twelve hours. Yeah, I mean, nice. I watched it go from, I think, at one point four thousand to twelve thousand in the span of fifteen minutes. Wow, nice, cool, yeah. that's great, um, man. So yeah, congratulations to them, and I really hope that it takes off. And I'm really excited to see what the future holds for Damien as far as life after Terrifier, because. He's a very talented dude. Yeah, he's absolutely a, he's amazing writer. His dialogue is, um, his dialogue is so natural. Where, you know, some people you could tell it's just that robotic, stale wood. Right. Shit. Yeah, I you, you know in Terrifier I really did enjoy the uh, the the two females in the movie that started off. And I was kind of sad that the other one dies in oh, the movie. Spoiler. Oh. If you haven't seen Terrifier yet, fucker, you know, <laughs> no, I'm spoiling this shit. But, uh, it's yeah, past she, the year mark, all right? But she was so great, she died kind of early in the movie, but at the same time, I think they made her a, a, a bit more memorable, too. Because, yeah, the dialogue is good, well, and she again, was awesome. Again, too, man, it's that, it's that curveball you don't see coming. Like, you see this mm -hmm. one girl, you're like, all right, here's our final girl. She's going to survive where everyone else, she's dead. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You know they got yeah. a lot of they got a lot of shit for art using a gun and I liked it. Yeah, I thought it's <clears throat> and you know what it, it, it was it was always a game to him. But then he always had the, the the he he always had the ability to stop that game. Well, one thing that Damien brought up in the interview was it, the thing that made it so deplorable was he felt like he had to use a gun because. She was beating the shit out of him with mm -hmm. that 2x4. So, as they say, it was the last act of a desperate man. 
you know. Um, but yeah, again, congratulations to those guys. Um, yeah, I look forward to seeing what happens next. Yeah. Okay, so Larry and I are going to start somewhat of a new kind of segment on Pinheads of Horror. Um, it's a subject I actually really like doing, and we always tried to be very structured. It didn't come across that way, but we tried. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the previous version. Um, and Larry and I are just going to kind of riff on topics that we have on the top of our head. And, you know, it, as horror fans, you know, it's comes naturally to us to why well, I shouldn't go that far but it should be something that's easy to do right <clears throat> because we love horror so much and we could spend hours talking about it so uh please take us away Larry alright you just saw the Child's Play movie right yes I did oh okay and you liked it right I enjoyed it you enjoyed it okay <laughs> I didn't hate it I um I just thought why and two, why not go big? And this movie didn't go big. It should have gone big. Um, the ending should have been crazy. And you had a little glimpse of how crazy this movie could have been, but it all kind of just fizzled out at the end to me. Um, I did, you know, like how they they changed it up in a way. They uh, made him more uh, Chucky, more of an app than someone uh, than a doll possessed. That I'm cool with that, you know that that's fine. But at the same time, you know, uh, I, I I again ask that question: Why? Well, <clears throat> I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're okay. You're not missing much. I'm not saying it's well, bad, but uh, you're not missing much. Here's my thing: is uh, it, why is it child's play? Yes, that's that's a good question. Why can't it be something else? I mean, I, I get it's child's play because they have the rights and they want to bank off the money, but my understanding is it's a decent horror film and more people would have liked it and probably seen it had they not called it child's play mm -hmm. and not called him Chucky. Yes. Um, it, it just... it. It just bothers me because the original franchise is still going. Yeah, yeah, and that's it's that too. Yeah, it's competing with itself, and it just doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Well, you can look at it in the respect that you know a movie like Friday the Thirteenth, when um, Paramount. I, I hope I'm getting this right, and if I'm not, please correct me. Oh, I will. <laughs> Paramount had the rights to Friday the Thirteenth. But then when uh, New Line Cinema took it over, they had to start calling it Jason because they had the rights to Friday the 13th, but Jason was its own separate entity. Uh -huh. um, 
I'll get back to Child's Play too. I'm just using this as okay. you know, yeah, I got footwork. You. <laughs> so and right, they have two competing. Well, no, they but they weren't competing. Well, they're going to be competing now though because you have the original Chucky from. The no, original. no, you're talking about Friday Thirteenth. Well, okay, right. around me. All right, all right. <laughs> they they weren't competing because there wasn't. All right, you got me against the ropes. Though. Friday Thirteenth <laughs> wasn't being made at the same time as, well, as I, Jason, and they were still the same. But it's like you franchise. said, they they are using that to bank off of it. I mean, you know, it, it all depends. But it's too. a stupid bank, is what I'm yeah. saying. Is, I mean, if if you like believe in your fucking product, you know, exactly. If you've got yeah. a good movie, make a good movie. I, I was talking to Pindy today about it um, because he asked me if I liked it. I'm like, yeah, I enjoyed it. And I think that, again, I hate to bring it up, but it it suffers kind of like the Halloween 3 curse where it's it could have been a great standalone movie on its own, but it's associated under the Child's Play banner. And I think like this could have been a really great Black Mirror episode. Because yeah. there's... It is a Black Mirror episode. It is, well, pretty much, yeah. There, cause just it just did one, the, the first episode of Black season five black you know I haven't watched the, the newest season um, yet well with, it's uh, uh, the Miley Cyrus yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I haven't watched it well yet. it's one of those things too where it's it's also kind of a social commentary on how we are letting machines just kind of run every aspect of our life you know Isn't that what Terminator was yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, okay like an example you know how many people do you That's know that's not have? a dig at you don't <laughs> not, how not, you, you've got good comparison my point being that like, I hey, I like counter punching, yeah. um, but it's not a punch against it's a punch against the, <laughs> anyway. the movie. <laughs> well, okay, think about like how many people yeah. in their homes have an Alexa? How many people have a Nest? How many people have you know? A okay, so I had so, one. Mm-hmm. I had Alexa. I still do, uh, but it's just not plugged in. I don't know that. That's why. <laughs> so, because Conan started doing these jokes about Alexa. <laughs> Don't say her name. I'm going to because what I'm hoping right now is everybody at home that has an Alexa tell me a dirty joke. Uh, and it starts doing that. So, what did the compost say to the coffee grounds? I don't know. Let's get dirty. Yeah. So Conan kept... We're going to get so sued. Conan kept doing those jokes and my machine, I'm not going to say it again, kept going off. And then they were doing it in promos, so like for weeks, it just kept going off, and I just like it turned it, it, off. Interesting, uh, funny side story. I told Larry this. I was watching that uh, that movie Michael Moore made about Trump getting elected as president, and they still I, let him make movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I anyway, I was playing the movie, and every time Trump would say something, you know, he he says things in like question form yeah. he would say it and Alexa would answer and I'm like I can't watch this fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> but no but I mean like it we allow our technology to run our technology like you want to control the temperature in your house open up your phone to the app of the yeah. device that's on your wall um, you're not home you want to see who's yeah, at yeah your... but it's 10 feet away <laughs> That's you know that's what my wife does too. I joke, but I do it myself. Well, you know this is, this is you have a good point here because my wife will will have a DVD of a movie and we're like let's watch that movie and instead of me going over and grabbing the DVD she'll just buy it on the fucking uh, fire stick and I'm just like 
what the hell are you doing? We own the movie. <laughs> I have a spare bedroom, Larry. So. <laughs> Feel free not to hold back. <laughs> well, she knows. Oh, I. Oh, we have this. I, I go off on her all the time about this, and she finds it hilarious now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's more. buying fucking movies that we own. But you know, a lot of people too. You know, the big gripe about it obviously was the look of the doll. And granted, when I was sitting in the theater and that big ugly face is propped up i started <laughs> laughing so i'm like what the fuck is this because you know we all saw it during you know the trailers and whatnot and um you know eventually i was able to look past it and you know a lot of people said that that doll is fucking ugly that you know that's not our chucky and granted i get it it's not it's your not chucky, your chucky but at which the is the problem like okay we'll let you keep the child's plenty but why'd you call him chucky you know just well, I'm, I'll give this away. They never called him Chucky. The kid tried to give him a name. And, uh, and he, yeah, and, you're right. Yeah, he chose that. He picked the name himself. And also, too, you know... No, well, the movie called him Chucky. Yeah. The writers. <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> the writers called him Chucky. Well, again, it could be it could be one of those legal loophole things where can we call him Chucky? You can call him well, Chucky. Well, they can. They own it. Well, <laughs> again, though, it's... that That's the point I was getting to with Friday the 13th. Yeah. Now, with the Chucky movies that are out, like, with Brad Dorf and Fiona Dorf. Well, it's the same studio. No, I thought uh, that wasn't a Orion Pictures. I didn't think it was. Yeah. It is. Oh, wait, oh, the old one? No, no, the new one. New Orion. one is Orion. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the new, like, oh, the new Curse of Chucky and Call oh, of those. Chucky. Yeah, I don't know if those were Orion. Yeah, I don't no, know. That's Warner. Yeah, Warner. so. Well, it's Universal. So it could be. That's, that's a, but what Orion I was trying is, to get to with, right, like, yeah. originally. Um, I gotcha. So they could probably say, you can call him Chucky, but he can't be called a good guy you can keep the overalls but you're gonna have to put something else on them mm -hmm. and i think that's where it was and honestly like like what i've said before if i go to a movie i just want to be entertained for an hour and a half two hours if it's you know a marvel movie four fucking four and a half yeah um but again it's it's the thing of uh just entertainment and i i thought there was a lot of a lot of positives to take away from that movie. I mean, it was bloody. Yeah, there's some good gore scenes. A lot there. of good there gore was. scenes. And I agree with you about <clears throat> when I saw all those people there, I was like, oh, this is going to be massacre. Crazy, right? Um, but yeah, that was kind of like when you light a bottle rocket and it just kind of, it, it just stays there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think it was a good building ground. Um, I, I don't think there should be I don't think there should be any more of the. I think you had a strong movie. You can end it on this note, um, but with the way movies are now, you know, of course it's not. I think they all should end. And, and I've, I've said this plenty of times before. Stop making these movies over and over and over again. The Halloween movie that ended perfectly. I was really against them making this movie, and it was. I actually enjoyed it. But stop. Let me but preface it by saying I enjoyed it. But they're not going to stop. They're going to make another one now. Yeah, and well, it just needs to stop. There's so many good other properties coming out, like Terrifier. Yeah, there's a new property for us to get behind. We can let all these old guys go to sleep now. Jason, go to sleep. Michael, go to sleep. Freddie, go to sleep. It's over. You had your great times. You're not making these great films anymore. Uh, and and Chucky and this new Child's Play is, is another example of that. It's a mediocre film. The Child's the first Child's Play movie 
was fantastic and it brought you into these other movies and of course they declined in quality throughout but you still watched them because you had something great to, behind them See, and but you it's know, over you know what's funny is they declined in quality probably while the budgets got bigger too yeah true um, yep well that idea of declining in, in quality is kind of a personal opinion I think Cult of Chucky is one of the best of the franchise yes well there there's a good reason for that it's because those Chucky movies ended and then they were kind of brought back after years and years because the Child's Play movies at least had somewhat of a, a steady release schedule but this new one came out so long after like well, the, no, that I original mean, right, I mean those original ones Right of Chucky came I mean it came out about what, 95? 98. No. So it came yeah. out. Yeah, of Chucky was 98. Seed yeah. of Chucky was 2004. Yeah. And then yeah. when did the Curse of Chucky come out? Uh, 2013. 2013. So, so yeah, almost nine years. But in yeah. between those nine years, though, they were already talking about rebooting the franchise. And right. um, they even had, like, that teaser trailer of, you know, just the audio of a kid's birthday. And then Child's Play came across the screen. But then they ended up doing like an actual old school child's play yes. movie and the thing that was interesting about it was it wasn't theatrical they went straight to DVD right. and I remember I actually bought that DVD the day it came out because I wanted to see like how it would compare and it didn't disappoint because, no it didn't and you know what pisses me off though no one bitched about the way Chucky looked in that movie because oh, he, they did Oh, they did. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they did. There's a. There I guess. A, a, I guess I wasn't. They they bitched about the CGI. Well, I'm talking more used. about. Um, and it was a clever twist the way he looked in that movie because you find out that his, he's wearing makeup. Yeah, it's it's mm -hmm. a mask covering all the like, the scars, which I thought was a great you know callback to all the prior films, right? Yeah, and it's something that like you're you're bringing in new fans of a new generation, but then when they see that, it's like oh. You know, kind of like when you go see a band and they play all their new stuff, and then right at the end of the set they go into like your favorite songs that you grew up with, and mm -hmm. you're like, "Yeah, step aside, Junior." <laughs> but it, and I agree. I think Call to Chucky was really awesome too, and that that debuted on Netflix the day it was released. It, yeah, and that movie went out. It went out with it. It had multiple Chucky's in there. It brought back a, a character from the past to be a full part of this movie. It brought back two characters, uh, Kyle. Who had end credit scene and right. Andy? Yes, and so you, yeah, they're building on this, which these other movies really aren't building. And you know another thing too, though, about those movies, I know without going too much off on it, the one thing I really enjoy about the movies now is they're tying up, they're filling in all those holes that they made themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, anything you questioned, they're oh well, it's because of this, and it's like oh, that's believable. <laughs> you, you know, and um, it's. I say I enjoyed the new Child's Play. Um, I think it should have not been released under the Child's Play banner. I think it could have just been a great solid movie without it. But I think putting it under that Child's Play banner guaranteed people to to come out and see because it. it's a familiar name. Yeah, it's, exactly. You know, like, but does it work? I mean. Be no, this, not anymore. <laughs> the same amount of people that it's it's trying to bring out are also rebelling against the use of it. Well, they're also rebelling against the use of it, though, too, because they, you know, nowadays people have more platforms to rebel against things. You know, 
in the late 80s, early 90s, it would be a group of three of us, just like now, except there wouldn't be a microphone or a laptop here. And there would, except it'd be a hairbrush and a <laughs> box. Pizza box. <laughs> but, but what I'm trying to get at is, you know, especially the target audience that it's, you know, aimed at, teenagers, obviously, um, that's, their, that's probably yeah. the primary audience. Because when we went to the movie last night, I went with a buddy of mine, we were standing outside and it's just a flock of teenagers going in and it's like well granted they're probably go, all going to see Spider-Man but you know mm-hmm. some of them are probably going to see Child's Play and that's the thing like that's their target demo it's not people our age anymore because at one point we were their target demo and you know the difference is now those kids that go and see this movie have so many platforms to express their love, hatred, indifference to what they just saw. And that's really, really, really the, the sad thing about today is, you know, you don't, you live in the moment, then you express your dislike for that. <laughs> you know, you just got to see a movie with a pretty decent budget. The acting was pretty good. I mean, I didn't really buy Aubrey Plaza as a mother. See, that's the part of the movie I liked, was her being the mother. (laughs) Well, here's the thing, though. I don't know if it's because I'm so used to just seeing her on Parks and Rec. Right. Because I haven't seen too much of her other work. I haven't seen any of the things she's been in except Parks and Rec. But I I instantly... And she has a little bit of that April Ludgate dry wit about her. And I'm like, you know... And I'm not bashing her performance at all. I'm like, man, it, it... in my mind it would work so much better if she was like Andy's older sister that had to take him in because their parents died and that's why they're you know living in this apartment complex and uh, I think that's part two then because that's what happens in the kind of in the second one he has like a a, a foster foster yeah. sister who kind of looks over him yeah but so, so I just quickly looked into that rights thing. Okay. How, how wrong am I? You're not. Okay. Um, how right so, am I? You're not. You're not. You're not. Uh, uh, no. Um, you're just completely... Just shut up. Well, <laughs> Stop um, talking. MGM is who owned Child's Play. But it was then Universal who distributed yes, everything else. Child's Play 2 and everything. And yeah. So, so that's why they use Child's Play when we're able to um, they because MGM still has the distribution <clears throat> the rights to the first film um, but I, I mean it's just oh my god you, <laughs> you might know this um, is I haven't seen it and I'm, I am I am very conflicted between everything I'm saying and the fact that Mark Hamill is voicing <laughs> I, I really but he I never, love Mark he never tries to emulate no, I, I know he doesn't, but my conflict is I love Mark, and I want to see it because of that. Well, <laughs> here's the other thing, too. I just really hate that they, like, it just, to me, it feels like they didn't believe in what they did enough. And that's why they put just, it under the Child's Play band. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll say this. Um, you know, the one thing that, there's obviously one huge difference between the two Chuckies. Um, you, you had Mark's good. <laughs> I walked right into that one. <laughs> um, one wasn't mediocre. Well, no, I mean, like, comparing the two portrayals, you have Brad Dorf, who, you know, Chucky wasn't a machine in the first one. He was a human being that transferred his soul into a body. 
Mm-hmm. But then you have this new Mark Hamill one who it's a machine. It doesn't have feelings, doesn't have personality. Yeah. A lot of what it says and what it does... No voodoo. Yeah, there's, there's no voodoo. <laughs> and a lot of people, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's because producers don't think that voodoo is a scary thing but you know watch Serpent in the Rainbow you'll see how fucking scary it is yeah. um, but yeah Dambala. I mean I'm not gonna say that you know this was the greatest summer movie of all time because it surely wasn't mm-hmm. but I mean I think people I think well, people I, were very again cool. I mean it, it's it's horror you can't well again it's okay. not gonna be Avengers Endgame yeah well <laughs> and that's the thing you know yeah. it you know, you look at these two movies, like, look at its competition. Was it fun? Yes, it was a lot of fun, and that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. It was supposed that's to be. That's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, well, well, just think of this then. Okay. We've all seen the original movie, It, right? Right. Yeah. Not a very good movie, but we remember it, and we yeah. kind of still enjoy it. Maybe some of us do. But then the new one came out. Man. And that's a good film. It was done well. It was scary. It surpassed the original Jack Ritter, John Ritter. Don't don't need don't need uh, uh, Three's Company in the movie to make it good. Well, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Come and knock on these doors. <laughs> but it was done. Uh, this movie was done really well. Why right, couldn't your reference? <laughs> why couldn't you do this with your other movies? Like why couldn't Child's Play you remake that into a good scary movie? Like you have this opportunity to, and people are gonna love it, and they're gonna keep talking about it. I'll keep going back to it. Well, I'm I'm gonna stop Future. you because again, the problem here is Child's Play is not done. Well, what do you mean not done? Is... The, the bread, if you will, I'm I'm gonna refer to it as the Brad Dorf mm-hmm. version, is still going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, that, I don't think a lot of people know that either. At the oh, same well, time, that's, that's that's the very well, your 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 everyday teenage fan the may not know that. Rather. Possibly because just because. Um, Cult of Chucky didn't go to the theaters. They chose mm-hmm. to do it straight to Netflix. Right, exactly. Do you, I, I don't ever remember seeing any commercials or, or um, things outside of the home theater, promoting those theater movies. Theater is expensive, but uh, to me, I mean, that's... Well, it, it, it has been... That was 90s, right? Yeah, I believe that was early 90s. Early 90s. To, so 20 years... Mm-hmm. It's not an ongoing franchise. True, but it is a remake, though. Yeah, it is a remake of a movie, and but you, you don't know. remake. Well, something actually, that's you know, it, it's going on thirty years now. Thirty years. Yeah, yeah. ninety, two thousand. Yeah, it's, that's that's just my biggest problem with this film. It's conflicting. Yeah, it, it, bad business. <laughs> Well, it is, it's yeah. a dick move. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of, of them breaking off of a franchise, too. Well, Those last two Chucky movies I thought were fine, you know? Yeah. Well, and again, though, I mean, I've heard different things about what they're doing with the Brad Dorf Child's Play series. I've heard they're doing a TV... It's I've heard that a TV show has been confirmed. For sci-fi. For sci-fi. Yeah, I mean... It, Confirmed or not, to me it's rumors until yeah, it until it happens. There was a Tremors TV series that there's tales actually, from the Crits. actually was shot, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then scrapped. So, well, I thought they aired a couple episodes of that. Yeah. I mean, there was an old series, but yeah, right? Okay. Then, yeah. There was a new one with Kevin Bacon, right? Yeah, that they never... shot the whole thing <laughs> and then just 
prepped. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I think the point here being that, like, there's being critical about, you know, why would you have these two, you know, it's like Coca-Cola releasing Coke 2 while Coke 1 is still on the shelf, but. <laughs> well, no, I mean, to me, it's more like, if Pepsi released Coke too, <laughs> well, you know my my biggest thing was a lot of the comments that I saw about it about Child's Play. Um, a lot of people were just bashing like this movie sucks because that doesn't look like Chucky, and it's like, well, I get that, but you can't just say something is stupid because it's because you think it like you need to give me something more. Unfortunately, that, yeah. people think or feel they can. <laughs> it's more like they they. Should probably not. Yeah. Well, that's that's one thing I've always said is social media gives us all a voice, but not everyone should have one. <laughs> um, <laughs> some people should just, yeah. But no, yeah. I, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do because they did, you know, without giving anything away, they left it open for of course another one. Yeah, have to. Um, <laughs> it's 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 ah oh. again just beating a dead horse. I know that's With, and no, you know, that's what I keep saying. Too, it's not even about the movie. Like I keep and I haven't seen it and I want to see it, but I, it just like why would you? I mean, it feels like you're shooting yourself in in the foot for no reason. Well, yeah. <laughs> it does. I mean, like if if MGM would. Fucking consult with me before they did shit. I think they need to consult every everyone before they <laughs> release. You, you might know more stuff. I, I don't. Is Lionsgate a subsidiary of MGM? Uh, I don't know offhand. Okay, because um, like I remember, I think Lionsgate is its own thing. Well, I think it's with Twisted Pictures. Okay, and New Line. Okay, okay, because I remember make it Warner. Because I remember how. I remember the day when, like, Lionsgate was, like, the go-to for horror. Like, right, Saw. Yeah, <laughs> the Saw franchise and a bunch of, like, I think they did the remake of House of Wax. and Yeah, they did a bunch of films. Because I always remember seeing the logo come up right before these films would start playing yeah. in the theater. I mean, like, oh, here we go. <laughs> well, like with Scream, it's Dimension. Okay. Dimension, yeah, you see the... Dust Till Dawn, Dimension. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I remember, like, seeing all those, and now, like... All these are all subsidiaries of other major studios, and it's yeah. <laughs> um, now it's all owned by Disney. So fuck it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's what what forty percent now. All these is, is Disney. Steph and I went to uh, the Promenade, which is like a shopping mall down the street from our house, and I was looking at the novels, the graphic novels, and since Disney owns Star Wars and Marvel, they just as soon as I saw this, I'm like, wow, I think Disney might have just finally ended everything. Yep. Star Wars comic books all with the Marvel. I'm like, son and of a They're bitch. fucking eating it up, man. Disney's eating <clears throat> all your money up, man. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's some of the properties. Sure, yeah, I'll give you my money. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, it, it all goes back to this, too. Go see a movie. Get out of your house. Hmm. Get off social media. Go do something. Interact with other people face-to-face. And make your own opinion about a movie. Don't, yeah, absolutely. Make your own opinion. Don't about jump on films. the bandwagon of something sucks because. Well, I mean, as long as it, you know, correlates with mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, uh, a lot of my, um, the way I feel about movies, I know a lot of people don't feel too because, uh, 
<laughs> I think this movie Manborg is fucking a, an amazing movie. Fuck. Amazing. Fuck Manborg. I love Manborg. It's a, a 60 minute independent film done by the guys who did the movie The Void. But the way they filmed it and just the scale that they presented to me and the heart they put into this picture made it so great to me because I, I can tell that they, they worked really hard on this and they had this vision and they were able to accomplish they, they worked really hard to make a movie look like a fucking Sega CD cut screen <laughs> yeah if, I mean, if you are if you went out to make that movie then yes absolutely right. you know I I don't and you follow through with it even more so yeah and they okay did. that's uh, alright I know I bust your balls about that. <laughs> I do. And I, I don't want to bash anyone who... Because I've said this before on the show, I don't want to bash people who pour their heart and soul into right. something. And, Unless they're Danzig, but yeah. And put themselves out there. Because it's it's a big thing. Like, you're putting yourselves out there for a bunch of assholes to basically say yeah. what you poured your heart and soul into sucks. And yeah. that's such a disheartening thing because it's... It's instantly you just want to say, fuck you, what have you done with your life? Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right on that. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, and I, I give you shit for it because I watched it. <laughs> I watched it and I'm like, am I watching like a Sega CD cut screen here? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta watch it. High? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You gotta watch this movie fucking high. <laughs> it's awesome though, if you do. So you... speaking of Manborg. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I, I was completely wrong. Lionsgate is its own... Uh, entity right now oh okay it's been for sale and uh cbs verizon amazon they've been in a bidding war but nobody's purchased it so yeah <laughs> lionsgate's its own entity i was impressive love, i would love to see amazon buy lionsgate and then they could just make it a horror studio like well, independent but, but horror. lionsgate i mean they did hunger games they did my little pony the movie they did all sorts of things so yeah but still i mean make it's it a, yeah. you know Manborg 2. Yeah. Electric Blue. There's a part two? What? <laughs> there will be. Yes, this I one has, so. this one has That's the sequel I'm looking forward to. This one has PlayStation 1 graphics. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Manborg rules, man. I, dude. <laughs> you know, I remember the day you said I had to watch that movie because we were going to talk about it, and I sat back there and I watched it. And I just it was I, today wasn't it? No, it was, <laughs> it was actually around the same time last yeah. year. And yeah, was, it was actually. You know, you're right. Yeah, that's where you, you swung and missed on that one. Where you're, we were supposed to record at my house, and you thought I was going to come all the way over here and record at your house. Yeah, I was out. I was out at the golf course over here, just like hitting dirt instead of golf balls. I'm like, I got to hurry up and get rid of these hundred balls before Larry gets over. I'm like, do I have time to shower? Yes, I do. And I'm like, all right, I got time. Larry should have been here, but where's Larry? And I'm like, where are you? <laughs> like, oh, you. Mope. You guys had to watch Manborg separately. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it was my it would first. It been called Menborg if you watched it together. <laughs> you could have seriously just dimmed the lights and put a flashlight by our heads and have the silhouette of two of us. It would have been like Mystery Science Theater. No, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing bad to say about that movie, okay? Because it's fantastic. You, you haven't seen Manborg as, as, or have you? Please, before he answers, I'd like to have him back on the show. So, <laughs> let's, let's not. Let's you gotta not check out Manborg, okay? I I don't think I should answer this question. I think you should. Uh, well, are you don't want to answer it because you don't want to agree with me, or you don't want right, to answer here. it because? Here, how about this? Uh, okay. Jimmy, give me your pen. <laughs> oh, I don't want to answer because it's more suspenseful. Oh. Here, how about this? How about you just write it down? I'll <sighs> see it. 
<laughs> Larry won't see it. And what is this, like the worst poker game ever? Yeah. I don't know, because all this visual stuff on radio is very <laughs> unique. Um, well, you know, they're, they're, they know it's, they can hear the paper crumbling. <laughs> it's going to be like The Office, what's in the teapot, you know? <laughs> Manborg, <laughs> Manborg the play. <laughs> Manborg right, the musical. I'm that note. I don't know if there's any better way to uh, close out a show. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you guys for checking us out once again. We're we're happy to be back and putting out some more shows for you guys. Uh, let us know in the comments if anything you guys want us to talk about, or if you have any corrections because we fucked up so so badly. Or so uh, you might greatly. Have. You oh, might. Oh, shit. I fact check as I go. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and one of the last facts that you, you got wrong. To, <laughs> one of the last facts that you, dear listener, need to check out is uh, Spooky Swirls. Oh, on, the, the on yes. Facebook. Uh, <laughs> my horror and sci-fi themed bakery in Chandler, Arizona. You know what kind of books should our uh, listeners also check out too? Uh, well, the HSPPA volumes one through three, which are available at Spooky Swirls, <laughs> as are the Blu-rays for iJag. Um, it's just a game for those not in the know. Uh, I do want to mention our grand opening celebration at Spooky Swirls. Pinhead will be there. Ooh. Uh, Paul Taylor is going to be joining us in store with Sweet. a special print that we have made. Awesome. And uh, he'll be signing those for free with a certain purchase. Uh, certain cupcake purchases. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, okay. If you guys ever get a grill, do you think you'll ever make a a, a man burger? Why? Oh, Thank wow. you, everybody. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> also, well uh, done there. Also, well done. for our local listeners, <laughs> yeah. James will be at Flashback, Flashback Weekend, weekend yeah. with his HSPPA yeah. display. It is an awesome exhibit. Please go check it out. Um, donate some money and take your pictures with some props. Yeah. Yeah. Go oh, ass yeah. to mouth with the human centipede display. Ginger dicks and all. Ginger dicks and all. Ginger dicks. <laughs> I don't even know how to. Wow. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. I do uh, appreciate you know, it. You're so. very welcome. And we will see you guys in the future.